Journey with me, if you will, back in time to November 21st, 2019. Why is that date important, you say? That is the date that we launched the Plugged In Show. It seems like, oh, a very, very long time ago. And if we had known then what we know now, how would we have faced the future? <laughs> it would have been a little bit daunting because let's face it, we we didn't go very far and we ran into this buzzsaw called COVID. That's right. But we, we, the intrepid staff of Plugged In and the Plugged In Show, we soldiered on. Mm-hmm. And with the help of our producers and our engineers, we found software that allowed us to wear masks while using microphones. No, because <laughs> we were at home. But good try, Jonathan. Now, you know, I look back, it's crazy. We made it all the way through all of those lockdowns. We, we never missed a week. Yeah. And why is that significant, you ask? Well, this week, we are celebrating the 200th episode yeah. of the Plugged In Show. Yeah. That's amazing. And we put the whole band back together here, pretty much. And with that announcement, I will be taking over, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And that is the mellifluent voice of Kennedy Unthank. Hello. Who else do we have with us here today to celebrate our 200th episode? I'm going to let you guys each announce yourselves. Absolutely. Jonathan McKee. Bob Hoos. Paul Acey. And Emily Chow. So this week on the Plugged In Show, we're going to do a couple of things. We And and I'm Adam Holtz, by the way, if you haven't figured that out. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us today. We are going to talk about a little bit of retrospective on the Plugged In Show, but we're also going to talk about podcasting. I felt like this would be a really great moment to talk about this this phenomena of listening to podcasts. And in our second segment, uh, we'll also have a little bit of a humorous retrospective with some outtakes and some bloopers, hopefully nothing that will get us fired, uh, that uh, will give you a sense of of what is happening sometimes, you know, that (laughs) ends up on the cutting room floors. I know that I I am not a part of any of those. Paul will not be a part of any of our (laughs) bloopers. Paul is always Uh, articulate. Chris and Ashley, make sure Paul is on that a lot. I just, that would be great. (laughs) Thanks. All right. So diving into our conversation today, I want to ask you guys this. Do you regularly listen to other podcasts? And if so, do you have a favorite? So who would like to lead us off on our our podcast confessional moment here? Paul, I choose you. Oh, actually, Emily, go ahead. No, no, you wanted to volunteer, Paul. (laughs) No, no, I wasn't sure anybody was going to volunteer. So looking at each other. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Um, No, I... um, I like the psychologists are in. It's a psych rewatch podcast. Okay. Um, it's just fun. It's got two of the main actors from the show. And so it's just, I, I enjoy listening to it because they bring in as a guest on their show, all the people who participated in making the show and they give us little tidbits um, about what it was like behind the scenes creating it. And okay. it's just fun. There's like a really good rapport between the hosts. So yeah. I have fun. All right. It's fun listening. Very good. For me. Miss Tracy, I know that you have a vast cornucopia and library of podcast knowledge and experience. Well, I won't give you the full vast cornucopia. I know, because but a, I like a, a cornucopia when it spills is kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah, it gets messy. Yeah, it gets there's, messy. there's like corn everywhere. But I am going to mention Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. 
And Whoa. let me tell you about hardcore history. How hardcore is it? Every, Sounds scary. Every episode is between three to six hours long. Oh, That's wow. what makes it hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is fantastic. So I'm listening to a six-part episode of Japan and World War II. So it's like around 25, 30 hours, which is fantastic. Have they talked about Midway yet? Because that's my favorite oh, yeah. part of the Yeah, they've, of, they've of talked. The we're, we're coming campaign. to the end. So, but it's fantastic because I can listen to just one podcast during all week while I'm running. And it's it's fantastic. So the podcast sort of carries you through history. It really does. It, yeah. And it's very interesting. It has some problems, you know, because some of the, the historic people that he quotes do occasionally swear. And but people did bad things in history people, also. Oh, man. Oh, man. Did they? So Especially that, in World War II. That's my pick for this day, that sir. Sounds, that sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, I really enjoy history podcasts and and mystery podcasts too but i think and they rhyme segment. and that's yeah. fantastic my favorite though is uh the new yorker fiction podcast mm. you guys are so erudite that's right your listening interest oh, that's um, a good word the, the the cool thing about this one is that they uh they pick an author he goes back and reads somebody else's short story out of the archives then sits down with the host and they talk about that short story and sort of dig into the meaning behind it and or or any other things that might be influential or, or important about that particular short story. I, it, it's a it's a great source. That does sound cool. All right. All right, Kenny, what board game podcast do you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, none. Uh, <laughs> but I do have one podcast that I listen to, and it is Renewing Your Mind with R.C. Sproul. I'm a big theology yeah. podcaster. Uh, um, so if you really like to connect history with the church and with, if you like to dive really deep into theology, that's a great podcast. Ooh, that sounds like one I nice. listen to. Nice. I, I, um, I'm probably kind of more in line with what Kenny does. I I'm, don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but on my commute, uh, want to get a little bit into the word, so I listened to Tim Keller's, um, you know, message. And I don't know if you can officially even call it a podcast. I mean, mm. it's the Gospel and Life podcast, but it's his messages from, you know, I mean, decades of uh, getting into the word. And man, he's good. I just can't get enough of him. So good stuff. You guys are so much more spiritual and smart than I am. Because <laughs> really the only one I have ever listened to is Critical Role, which is a Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now, every episode is like three to four hours. And oh so they goodness. get, and their campaigns are literally hundreds of episodes. I yeah. think they're on their, wow. their third or fourth campaign since like 2015. So I confess I haven't listened to one recently, but uh, I did have... A moment where I tried to keep up and then I realized even if I listened every day on the way to work and on the way home, I couldn't even get through an episode in a week. So at some point I, I fell crazy. behind and mm. I fell along the wayside. But I, I did listen for a number of episodes. So podcasting, just a really sort of softball question to kick off our conversation in earnest. Why do you think podcasts have exploded in popularity? Because I don't think that's an an overstatement. I think it actually follows a similar trend with YouTubers. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. In that YouTubers and podcasters, I think, have this unique ability to fill whatever little niche people want to listen to or watch. Mm. Uh, whereas, like, if you go onto, like, Hulu or Netflix or something, you're going to find a lot of TV shows that 
they're just throwing it out there and they're hoping they're gaining an audience. But with YouTubers and with podcasters in particular, you can have something really specific. And so you're going to have yeah. the, maybe not the biggest audience, but you will get an audience. You could have a board game podcast easily. Mm-hmm. Well, and I would agree. And here's why. I think it's it's even wider than YouTube. I think our entire entertainment industry is going to that that niche mentality. When you yeah. stop and think about it, how many how many indie movies do we have out there about these little tiny subjects that you would think, well, who cares about that? Well, somebody does. And we, we're seeing uh, TV shows. We're seeing all kinds, because there is such a massive amount, uh, network of creators, and they're able to create something to this little niche interest and gather people in. So it doesn't cost that much to create, and yet you're really striking a chord with a great number of people. Some of it I really do think has to do with accessibility. Um, You can stream a podcast almost anywhere just Mm -hmm. as easily as you can stream music, you know? And, you know, we've talked about how music is awesome because, you know, it could be a background activity and podcasting in a way is very similar to that. And it kind of reminds me of just books and reading um, because, you know, in a way, depending on the type of podcast you're listening to, there's a element of imagination to it um because you know you're not necessarily seeing your host on screen um you're listening to what they have to say you can kind of imagine if they're narrating a story or telling you about like a true crime or something that allows you to use your own imagination to some extent i would echo everything that that everybody has said so far and and for me it really does get down to the niche aspect of it that on-demand aspect of it, it boils down to the passion of the listeners and the passion Mm. of the communicator, right? I think that one thing that podcasts do almost better than any other media form that I can think of is it allows you to feel like you're sitting down, having a cup of coffee, having lunch with someone who shares a deep, deep interests that you have mm-hmm. and, and so you form a relationship yeah, i mean yeah, what do they call them? Parasocial, parasocial relationships yeah, yeah exactly yeah. I mean, because yeah. you identify with those people well you think about you know the hardcore history thing you know when you listen to somebody that long over such a long time you do feel like you're you don't know them at all at and all. yet it feels like you do yep yeah, that's exactly right you know it is interesting i'll go back to what kennedy said because you know it, it, there's all these kind of niche listeners out there looking for a certain thing. The other thing that's interesting is it's kind of like a grassroots thing because, you know, if you want to be the host of the Tonight Show, you know, you're one of the elites, you know, who finally made it there after proving yourself. But for a podcast, you know, it's just like, you just start it. You, you, you can right. do whatever you want. You, you just, just open up as, your laptop as long as you, and plug in a mic. Exactly. And you're good to go. As long as you can buy a microphone and figure out how to, you know, how to get that uploaded, then you can have a podcast. And so you you take somebody who didn't have to necessarily apply for the job, but does a good job. And people are like, this guy's interesting. You take like a Dak Shepard or something like that. He, he, he never applied for the job. He just started bringing interesting guests on and People listen to his podcast and it's grown huge and people want to be on his show. And that's kind of what we're seeing. That's what you see with some of these YouTubers who've got popular. Yeah. I, I, on one hand, I think that's kind of cool that we live in a world where, hey, if you've got some skills and talents, people listen to you. I think the thing that's scary about it is it, like social media, then puts a lot of pressure 
on young people because a lot of people think, well, maybe I'll try. And they try and they're watching those followers and mm. likes and that co- that dreaded comment section mm. and, and they're getting brutalized and they're like, how come mine's not popular? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think it's very, I think it's tough because now everybody's living this life of, of an 80s rock star. Walk around. I'm actually you know, not. You know, I just want to tr- be clear about that. Yeah. yeah. But, but trying to, you know, trying to be that star and if they don't make that stardom, yeah. It's very hard on them. They're like that uh, American Idol person who was like, well, now what am I going to do when, you know, <laughs> when they got three no's? Oh, I think that's exactly right. And I, and I think that there's a democratization. And I think that's one of the keys here is that anybody can do it. Yeah. And yet you still have the entertainment industrial complex, right? You know, that there are so many podcasts, but they're dominated a lot of times by people who had a platform yep. in somewhere, you know, some exactly. other realm. And maybe it's an actor, an actress, maybe it's a musician. It's actually kind of astounding to me how many professional athletes have podcasts. And mm-hmm. like you get breaking news about such and such player is going to such and such team as noted on this podcast, yep. Paul. Yep. I really like what you say about democratization because that's exactly what it is. And it, it it, is. there's an illusion of it to get to your point, Jonathan, where you think, oh, I can do this. But then when you have when you have this this hugely populated world with so many millions of podcasts, it can be hard to break through. And that mm-hmm. sort of takes us to another negative, I think, that we have to break through, to make the noise that you need to to get noticed, oftentimes you have to shock. Yep. And mm-hmm. that can be a, a serious problem for both the person doing the podcast and, of course, those yeah. who listen. Well, and, and when you look at the lists of the podcasts that are most popular, my sort of overview of that, and I'm not an expert in this area, you guys can chime in on this. It seems like you've got true crime podcasts are incredibly popular. And then people like Joe Rogan, right? You've got these celebrities that have carved out a space here. And so again, there's that illusion of, of a, you know, anybody can do it. But if you look at it, it's actually a fairly limited number of things that are crazy successful. Well, it's also kind of funny because I feel like there's so many TV shows, especially is what I'm thinking of, and uh, specifically Only Murders in the Building. Um, and mo- there's more. Um, and just like that, I think there's a podcast element to it. So it's they're taking this where they're now treating it. You can be a professional podcaster. (laughs) You know, that's a, that is a real and true job. And on top of that, they're not just looking for people to host it. They're looking for, you know, the sound engineers and the producers, um, you know, very important people. (laughs) I might add. Yes. Yes. They're the ones that make us sound pretty. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so it's like, it's really just turned into this thing that used to be very, even more niche because it was radio originally, but now it's like you don't need to be popular to do it. So do you guys think that this form of entertainment influences us differently than other forms? And if so, how? And and what do we need to be thinking about that, both with ourselves and, and if our kids are listening to podcasts? I go back to what we had talked about a little bit earlier about how it's sort of a relationship, you know, where you, when you have a relationship with these podcasters, um, it influences you more, right? And yeah. and the fact some of these podcasts, whether you're listening to a five-hour podcast like I'm doing or whether you just have hundreds and hundreds of, of episodes that you go through, um, because of that amount of exposure that you have, of course, it's going to be more influential. 
I think it's more influential, kind of like how YouTube is more influential, because whoever the host is, whoever the talent is, they are talking directly to you, Mm. you know, like, yes, I'm having a conversation with you guys, but to our listeners, it's like, oh, Emily's sitting here having a conversation with me. I mean, you know, so you can kind of put yourself in there more so than you can on other mediums. And I think when it comes to kind of worrying about content, I think the other thing that's doing is it's really bringing a lot more unedited content mm. oh, and yeah. i think yeah. the world would say it's more real but it really is casual. both ways yeah, right yeah it, it it i think i think of a lot of the podcasts i've heard young people listening to and it's just two people who just turned on a mic and they're talking and anything goes oh, yeah. and so it's kind of sometimes it's, it's not rated it's, and you can't yeah, know it's ahead playground of time. talk it's locker room talk it's just absolutely out there whatever says goes and sometimes that's where people get themselves in trouble because they'll they'll let something slip out that all of a sudden they're deemed as a hater for a certain group so right. it can cut both ways for sure well yeah because you're definitely kind of like the music industry where you're relying on the little e for explicit you're looking for that on your when you're scrolling through the podcast and but it's up to the producer to whether or not they put that on there and you know there are some like i mentioned a rewatch podcast earlier that tv show is tv 14 Mm-hmm. The podcast would be TVMA because there's a they use Language. really harsh profanities. Yep. yep. Well, I want to pivot just a little bit. We've talked about podcasts sort of in general. Let's talk just for a moment uh, at the risk of being a little bit self-referential about the Plugged In Show. If somebody has just started listening to our podcast, what can they expect? And how would you describe kind of the purpose of what we are doing here each week? It's a really good question. I would almost want to throw it back to you since you've been <laughs> leading this podcast for so long. I would be, but he tells them Great. each week at the beginning of the episode what we're all about. So I think he really does want yeah, our but off script, man. What is it all about? Tell well, us. Well, I think that we want to help people navigate pop culture. Yeah. And we want to give you the tools that you need, especially as a parent, to know what's out there And maybe more so than we do with our written reviews to give you some some handholds, some places where you can get a grip on the issues that we're talking about, whether it's TV, music, movies, trends, technology, and have just a little bit more sense of, okay, I can do this. I can get through it. And I think that the nature of what we do at Plugged In can feel a little bit impersonal, right? Uh, we want you to know that we're right there in the trenches with you. Uh, and it's, we're, it's sort of like an, a behind the scenes. Yeah, it's behind the scenes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I really think the podcast really helps to do is that, I mean, you can go on to any of our articles any day and you can read walls of text. You, 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 you <laughs> that can. sounds appealing. <laughs> well, I like walls of text. Uh, uh, Mr. AC is like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Walls of text, unless you read my reviews specifically, they're great. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Um, but at the end of the day, you can't be reading that while you're driving to work. And also, I, I feel like with the podcast, we dive a little bit deeper than uh, a lot of our written articles. I mean, I feel like this, these podcasts are often like our blogs, where we just mm. dive a little bit deeper into what we actually really take from the impacts of these stories. And I think it's also nice to see the kind of amalgamation of perspectives, because 
in in so many of these things. I mean, we, we actually have some diverse ages sitting around the table. Um, it's we a nice have, way of saying some of us are old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, and honestly, we don't agree on all our issues either. Mm. And so there's some especially pushback. when you have issues. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, there's pushback. I mean, Kristen never you know keeps her opinion to herself. <laughs> you know, and, and so we I, I think all of us feel free to kind of chime in. And it's neat because on certain subjects you'll hear a perspective. I mean, I, you know, we just did a podcast where I remember thinking, uh, Kristen shared something. I was like, well, I'd never even thought of it like that before. And I love that. I love having different people around the table. I would totally echo that. I think one of the things that, as we were sort of talking about what we wanted this podcast to be, when we started thinking about what we were going to make this into, the thing that I kept coming back to was have it as much as possible replicate some of the conversations that we just have around the cubicle walls. Mm, the proverbial water cooler. Because yeah. Even the, though we don't have a water cooler. Well, the thing is we are a really, I believe we're a really tight team and we have some fantastic conversations um, off mic. And I have always just thought, wouldn't it be great if people could just, if they're interested, just listen to listen to us blather on about some of this stuff. And, and the other and thing, read our walls of text. Thanks, read Kevin. our walls of text. <laughs> but it's Blathering. also really about relationship because, as you say, Adam, this is tough stuff. Yeah, this is very difficult stuff to wade through, and we we want to not just be the people who. You know, write the reviews, count the bad words for you. We want to enter into a conversation with right. you. And the need to feed the beast, so to speak, also helps motivate us to think about this broad idea, this umbrella of what does it mean to be a parent in this generation, in yeah. this world? And we can chip mm. away at certain subjects because we have so much time to do it. Yeah. I mean, 200 episodes, for example, yeah. mm -hmm. to uh, to get at all these different topics. Even COVID couldn't stop us. That's right. <laughs> and and there's so much more to to dive into. And that's and that's the exciting thing about it. And, and I, I hope that what, you know, you, you as our listeners hear is um, fellow strugglers, imperfect yeah. parents, imperfect couples, imperfect, you know, singles who are strug yeah, struggling through this world. And I hope our perspective is always like, hey, here's something that worked. Here's something that didn't work. Yes. Um, uh, you know, here's something I tried and definitely don't do this. <laughs> and that's something I hope that people hear from us. It's not a bunch of perfect people saying, this is how to do it. Um, I'm we're, so we're, proud that I got it, it exactly it, right. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're fellow strugglers and maybe hopefully we bring a, a, you know, a little bit of expertise, but also a lot of experience. And sometimes experience is a uh, school of hard knocks. Yeah, so at the end of the day, just to summarize, just because we count Trust swear us. words doesn't mean we're not fun. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I don't even know where to go from that. Um, although I, I will say, and, and probably beginning to bring this conversation in for a landing, there is a personal element here. And, and we do write sometimes personally in our reviews but we do talk about that personal experience and we do talk about the fact that all of these dynamics that we're dealing with, with entertainment and technology and their influence and setting boundaries and trying to figure out how to navigate it, it is imperfect. It's messy. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we feel overwhelmed by that as parents, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it can be tempting to just throw in the towel. And I think as it can much feel as overwhelming, even can, when you're not a parent. Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh and, I, and I think that one of the things that we want to accomplish 
with the Plugged In Show is that this is sort of a weekly touch point to encourage you to stay engaged. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not perfect, even if you just found out that your kid is listening to something that, you know, raises your eyebrows completely off the top of your head, um, it's all right. It's not the end of the world. We want to be here to to speak into that and to hear from you and to keep that conversation going, as Jonathan was talking about. So here's to the next 200 episodes. And uh, I guess we'll, uh, yeah. we'll have this conversation again when we get to 400 in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We've gotten to our 200th podcast. So oh, man. I tell you, I want to thank all of you for participating. Adam? Yes. What? 200th episode. Right. I knew, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> what did he say? My 200th. Great. That's great. I'm Paul Acey for Focus on the Family, plugged in. Focus on the families. And the new movie, The Sun. My band, Two Jackman. Lord, don't Play divorced parents. Desperately trying to get to the chopper. In a new movie, Left Behind, Raz, <laughs> Raz the Antichrist. I'm just razzing. I'm razzing him. Hey, you silly guy. I'm Paul Acey. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Good job, Paul. They're joined in their journey towards belief by investigative reporter Buck Williams, Pastor Bruce Bar. <laughs> Bruce? Pastor Bruce Barth. Pastor, this is, this is really some really good, it's diabolical Roman leader Nikolai Carpathia. Okay, here we go. Blah, 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 blah. I thought it was great. Okay, I, I def, um, delete what I just said. I literally forgot everything you were saying. Go ahead. I'm so serious. Get a virtual baby. Go ahead. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Go ahead. And by the way, if you send in a donation of any amount, we'll send you a copy of our very own Jonathan McKee's excellent book, Parenting Generation Screen. See ya. (laughs) Peace! It's time to level up. Give your kids a safe, faith-focused, and biblically-based community, and so much more. Join the Adventures in Odyssey Club. Club members get on-demand access to the exciting Adventures in Odyssey series, including more than 900 episodes. With faith-building activities, parental controls, and a safe online community, the Adventures in Odyssey Club could be your best adventure yet. Learn more and start your free trial at adventuresinodyssey.com radio.